to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Weeby, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. I don't think it's haunted yet. I mean, by the time I'm through with this room, it will be. Haunted with all those unconsummated babies. I don't know. Let's just say I'm going to be working on some jewelry in here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the room that the, that the kidnappers from last week have locked you in. Well, no, yeah, I, I broke free. Because they gave you lots of nice reading material, it looks like. A couple Irma Bombex, I think. Ooh. Oh, she drove across the United States. Uh, I will say, I'm going to grab this. There's this book here, The Surnames of Scotland. <laughs> Describe that book. It has got a bunch of uh, people. What do you call those things that, pe- that people in the oldie days used to have around their necks that looks like a, a doily, sort of? Those are oh, like, like a big fluffy collar. Bite guards. Yeah. So they could gnaw at their necks. Ooh, did you know that the, the last name Creech is a surname of Scotland? It's uh, from the parish of Creech in the northern part of the Fifeshire. Contains the remains of an ancient castle, but there's no trace of any family bearing the name occupying the lands. Uh, a cleric was once the witness. Okay, somebody tell me stop, and I'll, I'm going to just start thumbing through the book. Kevin, you say stop, and okay. after I say start, you say stop, and I'll tell you what your Scottish surname is. Okay? Quickly, for the listener, how many pages is this book? Yeah, that's 800. I'm not joking. Wow. About, yeah, it's 800 over 800. And it is a reference book of Scottish surnames. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. And have we established that we hate or love Scots? I think we love Scots. We love, we love them. Yeah. Okay, we're pro So I'm giving you guys your official, okay. unofficial Scottish surnames. Kevin, right. say stop when you're ready. Okay. Okay. Your... No, I wasn't ready yet. No, I wasn't. I, that was, that was just too, bad. You, too bad. You messed it up. God damn that's, it. That's how it happens. All right. I'll do this one more time. Okay. Okay. And and we're going. Stop. Should have gone with the first one. <laughs> Wait, what was the first one? Just out of curiosity. Too, too late. You don't get it. No, I you just want to know what I missed out on that I will never get again. Well, now your name's Dushart. I hope you're happy. <laughs> oh, I am. D e u c h a r t. Do shart. <laughs> have fun. Have fun in junior high. Oh man, there is nothing good about that in junior high. All right, Brian, this is your turn. I'm going. You say when? When? Ooh, this is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. It's M a c c h a r M a i g. How do you? How just just throw out their pronunciation. Uh, they because they have another thing next to it. McCarrig? Mac McCarmig. 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 Of the clan oh. McCarmig, of the Argyshire Shaws. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's super McCarmig. cool. McCarmig. McCarmig of the Shaws. McCarmig of the Shaws. McCarmig. That sounds pretty cool. As shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. I feel like you can get punched in the face and still say your name. True. McCarmig. Yeah. Maybe while you're, like, I can see you getting punched in the throat, and that and the sound you make when the 
the fist hits your throat is just McCormick. Oh, McCormick. Yeah. All right. No, I, I claim it. Ooh. Well, this isn't very exciting. It's it's Kennison, but it's it's spelled as Kennison. K i n n i e s o n. Kennison. Sept of McFarlane, a form of Cunison. Oh, well, that's Cunison. nice. There's a little bit of a comedy reference, I guess, in there. <laughs> although I never really cared for that guy too much. He had his thing at a time when it was a good thing to do. I mean, I get it. I sort of get it at the time. It was a yeah. thing to do, but yeah. sometimes they'd be like, he was, yeah, he was so mind-blowing. I'm like, I think he was just screaming. Yeah. I can listen to, I don't know, This might you guys might disagree with this entirely. I don't know, but I think Rodney Dangerfield's always funny. Yeah. Oh, he's a super Rodney old guy. Yeah. I'll say this. I, time, I listened to one of his albums and I just got curious. There's a joke every six to 12 seconds. Yeah, totally. Like, there's never well, a time one, when, 12, one, one, when more oh, yeah, than 12 yes. seconds goes by. That okay. is it. Oh. Yeah, no, it's okay. But Mike's talking to his kidnapper. Oh. Okay. Are they going to feed you today? Or, okay. You know, oh, wait. he probably okay. just got in big trouble for taking a book down. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They, he should have um, taken uh, that book down. Well, apparently it opened up a secret passageway in another <laughs> area. <laughs> so. That's right. Well, let me reach out to my mccormick ancestors and see if they can yeah give some clues so is everything okay did you did you were you being too loud as you wake up the baby no no not at all uh band related not drama just information mm -hmm. it'll lead to drama yeah you told just to respect the house please i was told to save the drama for my mama ah. <laughs> go back to clan kinnison and kinnison <laughs> yeah but i Kinnison. never i don't know i never really got really into that Sam Kinison too much. I never could really. I think it's like a, you had to be there, and like I think you had to be in comedy and be really into it, and getting kind of bored with a lot of stuff, and then that came out, and you're like, holy right. shit! And then people figured out a way to make it. I don't know some way that makes sense to me, because to me it's just like he's like he's just like I hate my wife. I hate my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I, I enjoyed it, but I was also in ninth grade and it was just a man screaming and swearing in ways oh, yeah. that my parents would not like. Yeah, but That's yeah, up till then, like you'd never seen that before. Right, right. And he was like, right. I don't know that. I, I would try watching one of his specials and like he took like so long, just like it was like a rock show, you know, there's like, like guitars playing. He drives, drives up on a motorcycle and gets up and gets off on stage. And there's these two like hot bikini girls with uh, those 80s flat asses like they had back then. And <laughs> he walks around with them and it just, it, and it goes on and on forever of just like, of nothing happening. Him just, you know, he's wearing like a leather. Our people. Duster. People, people are going ape shit. They're, they yeah. love it. Yeah, They're yeah. going ape shit. Right. I think it's just that thing of like, nobody, nobody had ever seen anything like that ever. Right. So is there, is there a special list of like, cause you say that of people that at the time, like so no one had done it before. It was kind of new. It was, it hit probably at the perfect time for something like that to be successful. I think Carrot Top probably the same way, right? Yeah. Because he got super famous mm. in a way that I can't imagine somebody getting famous now. Right. Yeah. And then it was weirdly. And then, you know, his Vegas thing is like huge. Like he's a multi, right. multi millionaire from that Vegas thing. I know. I always think of like, oh, he's still, Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Oh, wow. he's never slowed tens down. Tens and tens, maybe a hundred million. I mean, especially he's got like an act that is very universal, you know, that's yeah. super like 
open to people. But I think I would say Polly Shore is kind of that guy too, where like, you know, he was just doing this thing at that time that like made, I don't know, there weren't like really other comedians that were so like, I'm a grunge stoner ding dong. You know, he was, because do you think like most, most standups, I think that I, you know, in the early nineties, Sam Kinison aside was like, well, it's a guy that wears a suit that goes up on stage and talks. And then, you know, Polly Shore was kind of like, Oh, here's like this. He looks like a guy in a grunge band kind of, and he talks like a crazy stoner and he's, you know, and I'm just, I'm just saying that to like explain his, his success in that moment was like, cause he was huge for a while. Yeah. I mean, okay. So what do you think, according to the internet, what do you think Carrot Top is worth? I'm going to say $120 million. Hey, Brian? I'm going to say $65 million. Damn. Brian is almost right on. $70 uh, million. He had to spend some of that money on dumb stuff, right? That surgery couldn't have been cheap. Does he mm. look like a crazy person now? Yeah, he looks, he looks insane. The weird thing, though, to me, is that Carrot Top's real name is Scott Thompson, yet Scott Thompson is one of the kids in the hall. Well, Scott Thompson's real name is Carrot Top. Did you guys know? <laughs> Scott Thompson had a secretary <laughs> named Carrot Top, and Carrot Top had a secretary named Scott Thompson. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what really launched uh, Scott Thompson, aka Carrot Top's career. What's that? It was like a big comedy contest. It was like a really big one, and he beat Bill Hicks. Oh wow! Is that a true story? Yeah, it's a true story. And apparently, like right when he. Right when he like won, he was like immediately like, "Oh no, people are gonna hate me!" Oh wow, for doing this. He like kind of realized like I'm, I got on a thing with people who are like, I don't know, like he's he's like a guy like yeah, no, I think it's super corny and stuff, but it's also like I don't know, he figured out a thing and he did it and oh yeah, I'm, I don't feel like I'm making fun of it. I, I, no, it's, yeah, yeah, but also like uh-huh. it is weird. Like you know, you are a bodybuilder with the weirdest looking plastic surgery face of all time and you wear you continue to wear zubas every day like weightlifter (laughs) pants from the 90s and and so i don't know it is weird but i think like i've heard interviews with him now he he, now ish it was probably like five six years ago and it's like the weird level of him feeling a little sad like i lives in this giant mansion in in las vegas and but it's like there's probably no shortage of people who are willing to hang on with him for money and probably reflected kind of wealth and but i i I would say that too that like probably even different than like movie being a movie star or a musician like part of comedy like being good there's like a comedy community of even like really famous people and stuff like that uh-huh. whereas like it's real like comedians want other comedians respect really 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 bad like it's a uh-huh. really, it's very important that like even guys that have like a, a million dollars like i'm sure joe rogan really wants dave Chappelle to go like hey that was a good joke and to kind of like see them as equals or or so the idea that it's got to be weird where care top is you know has more money than 99% of even the most successful comedians. Mm-hmm. And nobody will like, you know, no, I'm sure people would talk to him if they're in a room, but he knows that they probably go away and like t- tell jokes about meeting Carrot Top and stuff like that. And I'm sure, right. I'm sure that's got to hurt really bad where he's just like, I just, you know, I just write jokes like you guys only 
I have a couple props and it's just the most <laughs> right. not cool thing to do. And it's so, it's, yeah, well, it's, it's yeah. a weird thing where part of me is like, I don't, it is goofy, but like, I don't know, is it any less cool than getting up there and telling the truth about cancel culture or whatever? Right. Yeah. Or even just like getting up there and like talking about, you know, and being just really funny. I mean, is it, is it, Yes, it is less cool than some of that stuff. But if you were to, if you take a step back and look at it as a whole, if you're like a, a foreign person, or if you're explaining comedy and, and telling jokes on stage to someone who'd never heard of any of it, they would be very confused. They would be like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they all get along? Why would they not like him? Right. He's doing very well. Everyone likes him. And it's just like a weird, like, I don't, I don't know. That, that is weird that he could. If he's if he's that successful in Vegas, it means different people see him, and there, I'm sure there's people that are just super fans. But overall, yeah. it's going to be a different group every night. They must always laugh. I'm, I think I, if I went, I would probably laugh. It's like there's, it's not like yeah. I'm going to think like I'm too cool to laugh at this. It's probably genuinely funny, right? Yeah. Uh, it it may not be as funny as other stuff, and now I feel like a jerk, Mike. People make fun of, well, I'm not, and I, whatever, like, it, like, yeah, you should, but, um, Dick. uh, but magic too, magic thing. Like a lot of people make fun of magicians and oh, yeah, magic's super cool. They are super like, it is weird though. Magic I think is so fucking cool and I love it. I really do. I'm not going to try and get into it. Uh, but like, and it's because like, it is weird. Like every magician I've met is Hmm, what's the word? They don't quite relate to other people the same yeah, way. Yeah, it's not. There's yeah. a certain other thing. Other people relate it. to people. But nonetheless, like, I love seeing a cool magic trick. I love it. Right. I love, <laughs> I love sleight yeah. of hand, close-up magic. But I, it's got to be like, I guess they accept it. But there's got to be some magicians that are like, what the fuck, man? Like, all comedians always make jokes about how it's the lowest form of this and that. And it's, you know, it's always like the kind of butt of the joke. And you just, like, consider not as cool as, like... Mr. Edgy that gets up gets up there and says, uh, you know, women be shopping or whatever, you know, and like <laughs> oh, slow down, Mike. And, and, uh, is that original? This. And like, and I mean, I granted, comic comedians, I guess, are not considered mostly like cool or whatever. Most of them, I don't know. It is. It's just a weird thing. The pecking order is yeah. is, right. is odd to me. So it's so as I understand it, the pecking order is stand-up comedians, improv comedians. Magicians, clowns, and then mimes. Is that right? Well, I don't know where ventriloquists or pro, and then you know, comedians breaks down to like there's prop comics and yeah. guitar comics are always considered real, real lame and hacky. Which uh, there's one guy that actually everybody likes though that does guitar. This guy Henry Phillips, but like it seems really hard because when I've seen guitar comics. Either they have to make you laugh in the first like five seconds, yeah, or else they lose the audience for the whole. I day. don't know why it's so like. I mean, maybe some really bad people. There's this guy Nick Thune that was doing. He's really funny. That was doing stuff. I didn't see his set, but he. I know he was doing stuff at the festival. And everybody likes him, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I, it's probably just a handful of people that ruined some of those things. Oh, I'm sure. Edgar Bergen was a great ventriloquist. He's funny. Candace Bergen's father. Yeah. Like the Charlie McCarthy show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's a ventriloquist on the radio. And yeah, it's good. that's the dumbest thing. He uh, did yeah. ventriloquism over the radio and had an incredibly popular For show. Years. But the, I mean, wow. I, it's on a lot. And so I hear it a lot. And you How is I mean, it on a lot? It's well, because it's on I listen to radio classics all the time. 
Oh, okay. I don't listen to podcasts. Like I forgot a, you lived in that cabin out in the woods. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some kind of goof. No, but it's it's you can hear the ventriloquist. The thing is, it's it's easy to suspend the fact that you can't see him and know because it's him interacting himself with Charlie and then guests. You can tell it's kind of the the progen. What's the word? Progen progen progeny. Now the protogenesis. Progen- whatever the. The the start of yeah uh, uh of, of so many now it's not I'm not the thing after him would be the project it's whatever right. I think it's protogenesis it's, you guys are fucking pissing me off right now no you know that band it could be the genesis protogenesis yeah but it's the progenitor whatever it is the Phil Collins of so much okay yes yeah. All right. It's the birth of almost every other ventriloquist act you'll ever hear. Like it's yeah. all of it is contained in what he does. And it's just yeah, like bricks. an hour of you're the dummy. No, 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 you're the dummy. Listen up, blockhead. Why I oughta. Why I oughta. All right, let's get this started or else we're going to be here all night. And Mike's in a haunted house. If he's up at midnight, we might start seeing things floating mm-hmm. around the room. He's already said Bloody Mary twice. I keep ordering it, and the fucking waitress won't bring it. <laughs> no, you're the dummy. <laughs> so this week, we've got three news stories, and then Mike is on the road with the Draculas, so he's going to share another road story with us. Uh, oh, I didn't introduce us, though. Uh, oh, yeah. Welcome oh, to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I'm Brian Camp. I'm embedded in a haunted house uh, investigative reporter, Mike Weeby. And with us is not Mark Ryan. He's editing an episode. I have a question, Mike. Yes. Behind you, what is probably, don't look yet. It's probably over your left shoulder and it's at the top of the shelves. There's bookshelves behind Mike. Yes. Bookshelves loaded with books, probably about Scottish surnames, if you've already heard, because I'm sure Mark left all that in. Over your shoulder on the top. Uh, that of was the a good show. bit. That was a good it bit. It was good. We did forty-five minutes ago. Well, we we were so short last time. We have to make up for it. If you no, look, you're the dummy. You're the dummy. If you look <laughs> over your left shoulder, there's yeah, what is it on the top of the bookshelf? It's book a show? doll. That's a creepy, creepy Ooh. doll. It it's a keep, cre- its head keeps creepy, moving. Creepy doll. A creepy keeps doll. Looking down at you and frowning. And there might yeah. be a photograph of a now dead man, which is kind of sad. I Ooh. hope it. You know, if you took all the photographs that have ever been taken. Probably most of the people in those photographs are dead now. No, I don't believe that at all. People have taken more photographs in one year than they've taken in like the first 70 years of photography. I would agree. A lot of selfies. I think that will be true, Kevin, in about 50 years. Okay. But I see what you're saying. I I take your point, but I just think... I'll be there. I'll find you and I'll be like, (laughs) your face, Brian. And I'll say, progenitor, you prick. I think it is progenitor. (laughs) Damn it. Okay. Now you guys talk. I gotta look this up. This is driving me crazy. Okay. So our first story that Brian's not listening to comes to us from WFNZ like every News, nice. Channel sixty nine <laughs> in Allentown, Pennsylvania. So I think that we've all had shitty jobs where we would have progenitor. done anything. God damn it, progenitor. That's a word. Oh, don't you don't. Yeah, that was jump. That was I don't jumping. need you to that confirm was, it's a fucking word. That was Come on, in a little late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gave you numerous chances to help me out. I've I've been on the record as saying that I'm progenital, though. <laughs> Edgar Bergen was the progenital of all the Mike's, Mike's inspecting us with a a magnifying glass, like he's some uh, kind of Sherlock Holmes. Mm, he's looking for ghosts, isn't he? He's yeah. looking for traces of ghostly apparitions. <laughs> progenital. So 
I think that we've all had shitty jobs where we would, we would have done anything to take a day off work. But two employees at a Wendy's in Tilden Township, Pennsylvania, really mm. took this to another level. The employees were driving to work when they agreed that it would be great if their, shifts, if their shift was slow. So when they neared a railroad track that crossed the major intersection that led to Wendy's, one of them jumped out and placed a shunt under the track. This disabled the sensor that put down the railroad gate so traffic wouldn't know to stop for an oncoming train. Now, I think from what I could figure out from the article, what they thought this would do is that the railroad computer would notice that there was a sensor down and that they would put down the gates in you know, anticipation that a train might be coming. But unfortunately, the, the computer systems don't work that way. So instead, the whole thing was caught on camera. And not only did they have to work a regular shift, but they were, were arrested for risking a catastrophe, criminal mischief, and reckless endangerment. Tilden Township Police, Reading and Northern Railroad Police, and the FBI are all involved in the ongoing investigation. And the Tilden Township Police allege this was linked not to avoiding work, but to terrorism from a Wendy's employee. The Reading Railroad? Reading and Northern Railroad. Monopoly? Well, like a monopoly. Yeah. Why Why do you think this couldn't be terrorism? They disabled a train gate and gave a really fishy story to explain it. That we're smart enough. We're smart enough to disable a train gate, but we just wanted to slow down work. No, you just put a shun in there. You'd literally just, if you shove any, I don't want to tell our listeners how to disable one of these. Never mind. I'll tell them. I'll tell, tell them. them. Go fucking kick them. But spin kick them. Nobody, no terrorist in the world is going to go, hey, I committed my grand act of terror. Now I'm going to go put in five or eight hours working fast food. Well, they want to get caught. What about Carlos the Jackal? He never, he never worked at Wendy's. He never worked at Wendy's, but he worked at uh, Lauderburger, at Blake's Lauderburger in New Mexico. I, I don't think that's right. I met all. him. I said, I met him. He, what did he, he, what did he tell you about your capitalist imperialist? He, get, he let me borrow a copy of the anarchist cookbook. Wow. Don't make the nitroglycerin, Mike. Did you smoke some banana peels from that? I'm not saying. Just just say let's just say that let's just say uh-huh. that things are gonna start popping off soon in Austin, Texas. Oops. We don't want to know what that means. Stand by, ladies and gentlemen. There could be some <laughs> some real turbulent times. The show ahead. is investigated by the FBI. That's right. Maybe don't pre confess to events that may or may not happen. Well, I think the world will be on my side. <laughs> oh, that's bold. Maybe they will. Are you going to disable a bunch of train gates so people don't buy your delicious chili? No, because I, 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 I mean, I believe them pretty much. But uh, I wonder if they were like wearing black T-shirts or something and they're like, oh, these, these boys are Antifa. <laughs> I just I'm shocked that you guys are going so out of your way to give these people a pass. For I'm not giving him a pass. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm not at all. I don't. I just don't think that people. terrorism I, should be in there. I just be. I think yeah. it's more like you're a fucking dumb dumb. Now I work. I do work near railroad tracks, but unfortunately, I work from home, so that the plan wouldn't work for me. I'd have to disable the internet. I think they did something similar to digging a hole in the woods and putting a some loose light branches over the hole and walking away. Yeah. And thinking maybe somebody will fall on it. Maybe nobody nobody will fall in it. Oh, so you think, think the they equivalent. knew. You think, think they knew. Yes. Okay. 
Yes, I think they... Oh, no, no, okay. See, I thought that they legitimately thought it was going to make the things go down. But I guess why yeah. wouldn't they have stuck around and seen that it wasn't making the things go down? Okay, I'm with you on... I'm not, I, you know what? I, I, I didn't think it through, Brian. I'm actually on your side now. I think they were... I think they thought they were going to see some, some cool shit or something yeah. happen. Right. I, at first, I, I believed them, but then I really, like, just thinking about if I were there... Because I could see myself doing a scam, like, if I knew how to uh-huh. make, make the crossing guards stay right. down and right. not go up therefore people would not be driving to my side of the the street or the town Tilden or whatever Township. to get to get to get Wendy's I can see myself pulling that right. that scam 100% a younger me pulling that scam but no now that I'm thinking about it you would have put the shunt in and gone like well shit the fucking things aren't coming down canes aren't they're coming just, down the right. canes aren't coming down oh well fuck well if they're just going to stay up we don't want that either well, let me pull them back out and I would have pulled right. them back out so yeah, no, I'm with you. Fuck those guys. I, I didn't even think about that. They like no, I I do say fuck these guys, but I'm just saying that I don't think that they were doing this for terrorism purposes. I think they were doing this because they were dumbasses and they wanted they they who thought this was going to give them a lighter night at work somehow. Oh, see, I don't like, think it was if, to give them a light night. Put the no. gates down. It's I, like a it's like a no, five. I, no, I, I'm with Brian. I think they were doing it to see a fucking crash. They wanted to see. Oh, I see what you're smashed. saying. That's what I think. Yeah, I th- yeah. Oh, but they didn't stay around. They went back to work. Who was right there? Exactly because the the but the fucking things didn't go down. If the things would have gone down, then it would have right. been like, no, that's why they did that. But when the right. things didn't go down, that's a clear sign to them that uh-huh. it didn't work and that shit, if they're going to stay up, somebody's going to fucking roll into one. I, yeah, I no, think, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just, I don't think that they thought it through that much. But, I mean, but I, I see what you're saying. I don't know. The, the whole, second the gates didn't go down, I think yeah. that's. And the whole thing with the word terrorism and using that stuff, like, I don't, I don't, yes, I don't consider these people quote unquote terrorists, but I don't really care what word you call. They should get the worst punishment you should get for possibly killing people. That, you know, you get, right. you get for intention to kill people. Risking a catastrophe. Yeah, that's that's light. But look, Mike's Mike's up and down these highways and byways. He's about to yeah. be on these roads. Yeah, up and that's down the kind of the thing. That, that's the tragic end. we never meant to be, but baby, baby think, think of, me of me once, once in, a while. in a while. I'm at WKRP in Cincinnati. What is? The wildest or dumbest thing you did to get out of work? Oh, I know what Brian's is. <laughs> no, I think. Well, I think so. Didn't you fake? Didn't you fake hurt your leg at Kmart and then like walk around with crutches like to to sell the lie for a couple days? <laughs> no, I don't know. That doesn't know. I I had legitimate things happen at Kmart. I don't think I feigned. I've had numerous flat tires on the way to work. I've had. I I was not a good employee for many years of my life, so I don't think I did that though. I don't think I ever faked crutches. <laughs> I won't claim that. I wish I could because that's a good story. Uh, to get out of work, yeah. Uh, I guess I'd have to say nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For the listener, it is September the twelfth. Joe's officially getting <laughs> investigated by the FBI. Thanks, Mike. That's why. That's why it's on my head. That's why it's on my brain. Mm-hmm. No, um, I did not. I didn't. I'd like to say publicly, I had nothing to do with 9-11. And honestly, I know I made that joke. And I honestly would like to say that I'm sick of having to say that I had nothing to do with 9-11. <laughs> How right. often do you have to say that? Too much. Mm-hmm. Way too much. 9-11, I went to work and I woke up, saw that everything's going down and went to work. And I was at work for... 
maybe an hour and just like listening to the radio, listen to radio. And then I just finally was like, and there's like a TV in the break room or something. And then I was just like, I was working in this office and I just kind of looked at everyone's like, I'm going to go home. And they're like, what, why? And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I need to be here right now. Like, I think, I think there's bigger things going on that should be kind of thought about. Like, well, we're not going to, they're like, there's nothing's going to happen here. I was like, no, I know that. I know nothing's going to happen here, but I don't, there's no world where I'm not thinking about this and this entirely. So right. I'm out. This is how unimportant the, this job is to me, is that I would rather just be home thinking about this and watching about this yeah. than working this job. And just realizing that there's this one of the most pivotal, I guess I knew it at the time, but I didn't really think, I mean, I guess you didn't know, but you just knew like, this is something that's going to change a whole bunch of shit forever. This is, this is one of the biggest deals that's happened since I've been around on a, on a, right. like a, on a national scale. Right. Right. And just that thing of like, I don't feel like me doing meaningless paperwork for this job is, is more important than that. I feel like yeah. kind of ta- taking in this literally world changing event, which I didn't know was going to be as world changing as it was, but is, is, was more important. Right. So our next story <laughs> comes to oh, our next story was submitted to us by Blake. Mm. So, Blake, thanks again for oh, giving thanks. us a great story. This is Florida Blake? Uh, yeah, this is Florida Blake. So this comes to us from the Daily Mail. In England, it's known as the Daily Pale. <laughs> Nigerian officials recently seized 16 packages headed from their country to Hong Kong because they said the packages emitted a pungent odor. The packages were labeled animal exports, and when authorities opened them, they found 7,000 donkey penises. That's about 438 donkey penises per package. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, yeah, 16 divided by... Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's about Apparently, how big this package is. Donkey penis, yeah. I mean, I guess we're talking about, <laughs> oh, you know, Rhodesian donkey style. These are, you know? these are metric. Metric donkey penises. I know, but what kind of donkeys? Because there's some donkeys that have different sized genitals. Mm. Male donkeys, but it didn't say, it didn't oh. specify. Oh, okay. Well, now that clears it up. Like, are we talking like a Palomino? No, that's not a donkey. That's a horse. I have a donkey named Palomino, and I can tell you how big his <laughs> penis is. <laughs> it's so they so, weren't packed yeah. in ice. They were just they were being shipped. They were being shipped. They, they they I don't know if there was ice or not, but probably not if they were emitting a pungent smell. You know what? I bet they're shipping him to Tom Green, and he was gonna go make some pranks with them. <laughs> That's the first time somebody said Tom Green this year, I bet. It's, <laughs> it's pretty good. In any media now known. He does fine. Uh, he does just fine. So apparently there is a huge illicit trade of donkey parts, including their penises and skin, from Nigeria to China. Mm. Oh, yeah. These are used in traditional Chinese medicine and maybe Tom Green bits. It is illegal in Nigeria to kill donkeys for body parts, and it's also illegal to export donkey parts to other countries, but Nigeria estimates that it has lost over $7 billion to illegal donkey smuggling between 2012 and 2018. Now, if it's illegal to make them and, and to transport them, I don't understand how they lost money. I understand why it's illegal, but I, I don't understand. There must be some basis for that math. Somebody killing people's donkeys? Maybe. You don't have to kill the donkey to remove the dick, right? In my donkeys, you do. They are masculine donkeys who would rather uh, die than live without their big floppy 
dicks. But they also send their skin, so you know, you uh, definitely probably we were wrapping a saran wrap. Uh, <laughs> just some skinless saran wrap donkey. So this was at least the third large shipment of donkey penises seized just wow. this year, with this yeah. shipment worth around five hundred thousand dollars. Damn. Nigerian police say they had a suspect, but he got away. Is it Tom Green? It could have been. Did he make a bunch of crazy faces? Does it say if he made crazy faces and repeated like a wor- random word a whole bunch? It, it didn't just say whether this was Tom Green or not. Do you have a beard? His parents would have probably been involved if it was, so probably not. Did he have a beard? Yeah, well, he did have the beard. Did he look like the guy from Freddy Got Fingered? <laughs> <laughs> what is Tom Green's net worth? I'm going to say $4 million. I'm going to say eight. He had a movie. Then he was in that Charlie's Angels movie. He's kind of like a originator. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of like an originator of like being a YouTuber. Yeah, talk show on YouTube and so which I don't know if he made money a lot. For I think that. he's a podcaster now. Actually, doesn't have as many listeners. As did we, we find did, out his net worth? Mike is the closest at five million dollars. Good for him. Good for him. Well, so wait, what do they use these donkey dongs on? They, I think they like like a, a lot of Chinese medicine is like grinding things up into powder or like having things on display. It's every why is so much? Why are Chinese into dicks so much? They're always it's there's foreskins and the Chinese medicine is so so wang related. I didn't I wasn't trying to go for that. I was just trying to use I was just trying to use a different I don't know either. But listen, listen, <laughs> truthfully, I was just trying to use a different word for dick because we've said right dick penis. Right let us know if that's okay. Big dick penis dong. Oh, no. And I wasn't trying to even go there with that. Uh, flesh. <laughs> uh-huh. why, is, why are the Chinese <laughs> medicine so into flesh swords? I don't. Yeah. I, I know a lot of times it has to do with flaccidness uh, <laughs> in older men. But I don't know in this case if that's what it is. Flesh, flesh the, the flesh sword market is... Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, here in Denton, we have, we've got a barrel of swords on the square for sale. But uh, you go to China, swords. you go to China, different kind of barrel. There's formaldehyde in that barrel. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, I don't like, know. Do I they grind it? Yeah. Do they snort it? Is there proof? Do you snort donkey dick? Is, I, my question, I guess, is like, has any, not that this is the end-all, be-all verifier, but like, is there... there Somebody done any kind of scientific-based evidence about right. dicks, about re- dicks and horns making you more horny? Oh yeah, rhino, right. rhino horn. Yeah, that's supposed yeah. to. Well, rhino horn make works you more, more viral. As it well. does. Yeah. No, it doesn't. That's why there's not any of them left. Well, it was so effective, and so they've been having to use the lesser quality donkey dick. Well, if rhino horns are so make get you so give you such a big heart on. Mm-hmm. Why aren't rhinoceroses fucking and sucking more? <laughs> That's a good question. There, there isn't. I want you to have a shirt that says "Horny for Rhino Horn." <laughs> I don't know why they don't. They put fires out. Uh, rhinos? They stomp on fires. I think that's a real thing, or that might just be in a movie. I don't know. Yeah, what do you think about uh, the Wakanda Black Panther movie? They're, that they're... guy rode. Guy rode around on a, on a yeah, rhino. Yeah, he did. Was that? He was like the bad. He was the like bad, a, he was a bad he, tribe, but then he turned out he was a good tribe. Came around at the end. Came around at the end. Yeah. yeah. So I I haven't found anything on donkey penis, but I imagine it's similar to deer penis. And there's a deer penis entry on Wikipedia. Big that different. Says big different. It, it tastes completely different. <laughs> it says it's you like consumed by pregnant women. To make the mother and child stronger, and then it's some kind of times ingested 
as deer penis wine oh. as a remedy for athletic in- injuries. So I will say this. I've, I found an article and they say of, of a donkey penis being served at a Chinese restaurant. And they say, yeah, basically that it gives brings men energy, has nutrients mm-hmm. that bring men energy. If you know they what I mean. get some horny honey. Horny honey, yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. We know yeah. horny honey. I mean, scientists is definitely figured out that horny honey works. Right. Well, that's because it has Viagra in it. Well, uh, I would like to report to the listener that rhinos do not, in fact, stomp out fires. I was was incorrect. On my well, let me belief, ask you this, though. Which is probably uh, why people okay. kill so many of them. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Would the rhinos stomp out the fire if the fire was created in the area that it lives and the fire was created by one of the Ninja Turtles. Ah, this is, this is, mm. I feel like we talked about bebop. Now it's time to, <laughs> yeah. We Rock, talked about bebop last week. Rock yeah. Steady, Rock Steady yeah. would definitely have issues with a fire being right. set up around the lab, uh-huh. around the, you know, mm-hmm. around right. the, the base. I mean, cause the thing is both bebop and rock steady have significant vinyl collections of, punk rock music and new wave music despite their names being related to reggae terms uh-huh. right but they have some of those records probably too i'm just saying that i do feel sure. like rhino that that's a rhino that would stomp out a fire especially if it's around some of his crazy tunes it's the exception that proves the rule i'm sure mm, yeah, yeah yeah it's one of the one of the great mysteries they were in the were they in the foot clan Mm, I don't know that they were in they, the clan, but yeah, they definitely were. They, they're kind of like mercenaries, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think they were mercenaries that worked for Shredder. So like uh, like how Destro wasn't in Cobra, but he was the enemy because he worked for Cobra. Yeah, he worked for Cobra. He was a okay. mercenary, but he didn't have to like, you know, he didn't have to like take drug tests and stuff like the rest of the Cobra soldiers. Yeah. Right. Independent contractor. Yeah, he's an independent contractor. Yeah. Right. yeah. So we have we is the is the jury out on donkey penises? I just want to find out if there's any truth to to this because I, I think I think you know Western medicine likes to make Eastern medicine seem like it's just some old myth or some old wives' uh-huh. tale of just some crazy made up thing that they. I just want to know like some of this has to work, but some of it right. sounds like it doesn't work. It would be weird to me that eating donkey dicks makes you more well, horny. Let's 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 look at it this way. Let's just let me throw out a theory, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say next week I find a study on mm-hmm. whether donkey penises make you horny or not, and I read it to you guys. How are you going to respond to that story? Well, as long as you read it and you go, "Do I make you horny, baby?" <laughs> B Caves Road. <laughs> That's where they make horny honey. I'm so glad. Uh, just for the for the listener that might have forgot, that's uh-huh. my character, my famous character, Austin Texas Powers. Legally distinguishable from Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Yes, really. And if you don't know, B Caves say road and city right next to Austin. But yeah, so I I think if somebody did that study and tried to get a grant. Even under the very narrow circum or the very broad circumstances where we've seen people get grants, they would just get laughed out of the room. Why? No, there are better that, things you can study than donkey penis. That's insane that they would get laughed out of the room because right. it would be like, hey, we want to. I think this is of all the stupid grants we've heard, this is like the uh-huh. first smart one. And I, right. I'm gonna figure out how to get. I want to figure out how to get money for this. I'm grant. The yeah. only issue is I would never actually go through and testing anything, but. How would you procure the donkey penises? Fucking take Apparently. a knife. 
Go to Nigeria. They're all over the place. I'll take a knife and I'll go to, I'll go, I don't know, where do donkeys live? Dominic's Donkey Ranch? I'll I'll, I'll go to Washington, D.C. It's a bunch of jackasses live there. But I don't know. No, but sincerely, like okay. somebody do if a grant should be given to somebody. Who's like, hey, we are going to study these age-old Chinese medicine treatments uh-huh. that are not used here, that are laughed off, and see they they they're continuing to be used over there. Let's see if some of these have valid contributions, and then if they do, figure out why. Because maybe there is a weird thing that could help people with some disease that comes from, you know, ground up insects or some, something weird, like I don't know, rhinoceros horns or something like that, which right. that doesn't mean mm-hmm. you want to kill more rhinoceros, but if rhino, rhino horn does help something, well, let's figure out a way how to make it synthetically. Right. Okay. Because rock steady, I can't live in a world where rock steady doesn't, isn't around. It does seem like it would have value as a study that yes, we, we, our hypothesis is that, that these eating these animals will do nothing, will have no effect, at least right. no effect that is in line with what people yes. believe. And the, and if you're right, the benefit is you can now confront people with the actual study that shows, hey, mm-hmm. quit eating doggy dicks. Yeah. Right. Not doing any good. It doesn't even get you horny, right. baby. I mean, you say, you say that. I, I think that, you know, there are several animals that have been hunted virtually to extinction because not of... Not donkeys. <laughs> We got to save the donkey. But I mean, that hasn't had any impact on its demand. So I don't think I don't think going like, hey, we have scientific proof this doesn't work. I don't think anybody's going to see that who wants donkey dick and go, oh well, it doesn't work. I'm, I'll go. With I bet it else. would. I'll go to rhino horn. I bet it would. It wouldn't maybe be. You know, it would take generations and it would take time. It wouldn't right. immediately stop it for sure. But I think it would. I think it would help over time. Like things, you know. Like seatbelts and shit, people are like, mm-hmm. you got to wear seatbelts or you're going to die. And of course, a lot of people are like, ah, fuck that. But now everybody just puts on a seatbelt. Right. What if it just part. saves one donkey dick? Yeah, what if it saves one donkey's big old Johnson? Mm-hmm. One big old flappy tendril of meat. Right. So our next story comes to us from Sora News 24. What? Which is a Japanese news blog. Oh, J.R. West's We did get our station. J.R. West story, I believe, from Sora News oh, 24. Yes. In our wet chip story. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. And that they serve at 7 Eleven, which, as Mike told me, is very nice in Japan. Yeah. I want to visit they're Japan pretty, one day. I mean, yeah, they're nice. I want to visit Japan one day just to go to the 7 Eleven. I'd do it. Well, there's so, other there's other things there. <laughs> name one. Kabuki Theater. They still do that, right? Disneyland. Yeah. Is there a Disneyland in Japan? Yeah, there's, there's a, a, there's a Miyazaki like version of Disneyland and there's movies there's Miyazaki movies that you can only see at that place you know you could probably and you could probably fly to Japan and go to that theme park and do everything there and fly back to the states for cheaper than it would cost you to fly to Florida and go to Disney World and fly back mm-hmm. you might be right I'm calling it get your shit together Walt Disney yeah you capitalist stooge you know he's dead He's been dead a long time. Oh, that's that's your that no, you're buying not. that he, shit. Come on, don't believe that. We know that's not true. Amenities when you're traveling can vary. Amenities. Wide. Amenities. I thought we were talking do, about donkeys. Do they eat manatee. Are, dicks? are people? Yeah. Are they eating manatee dicks? That's a huge problem. Now I would. I bet those are harder to get because they're all you know shriveled up because of the cold water. 
Yeah, that's probably why. So <laughs> amenities, amenities when you're traveling can vary widely. But a hotel called the Villa and Barrel Lounge in Shizuoka, Japan, just found a way to put other hotels to shame. The hotel was created by one of Japan's most popular craft brewing operations, and each of its rooms features a tap that offers 10 liters of beer per night for free. The beer itself is brewed especially for the hotel rooms and is not available anywhere else. The rooms are fairly economical at around $215 a night. And if you can't drink all 10 liters of beer, which comes out to about 28 cans, then you can take it home, but you have to bring your own growler. You know, if you just felt like getting shit tanked, that'd be a deal. Yeah. That's a lot of beer. You wouldn't even have to go out, like, see the town. You could just stay in and drink all the beer you wanted. Who'd want to? Apparently, it's just 7-Elevens and theme parks, according to you. Yeah. How, (laughs) How has anybody taken this deal up, though? It's new. I don't. I mean, yes. I I tried to. I just looked to book a room, and every room was booked for the next like two and a half months. Huh. What about three months? Well, about about two and a half months out, I started seeing weekdays available. That's why I got the two hundred and fifteen dollar uh, number. That's cheaper than the Orlando Days Inn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cheaper than the hotels most places. Yeah. I was impressed by the price. Yeah, I, I think our trip to go to the theme park in Japan is really starting to come together. Yeah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is it 10 liters per guest or 10 liters per room? Per room. Do they have do they have adjoining you know, rooms? Could we get three connecting rooms and open all the doors? You can you could get multiple rooms. I don't know if they adjoin or not, but it would let me book on their website. It would let me book up to eight rooms at a time, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find when eight rooms are available. It was months from now. That's 80 liters. There's so much math here. <laughs> this seems like a fun thing that they would uh-huh. do. There's a lot of there's a lot of delightful, fun customs and promotions and and events and things to do. It's really, uh-huh. I, I it's it's great over there. I, I'm I've only been over there once. I was there for a little over a week, and it was one of the coolest places I've ever been. Nice. Where what cities were you in? I was in Tokyo and Osaka and. Hiroshima and uh, a couple others that I forget. Those are all cities you destroy in Rampage, as I recall. Well, yeah, yeah, and I, I definitely apologize. Nineteen eighties video game. I, I apologize to people over that. <laughs> you just constantly <laughs> say, constantly. I'm sorry for <laughs> the gorilla that you, I played. You weren't prepared for the gorilla. Yeah, you probably were, would have been ready for the lizard. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the lizard was my my choice actually. Who the the, the wolf the lizard and rampage? I always man a, a lizard and a ape. An ape did you see ape. the rampage movie starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I did not. No. Was it as I... good as the game? Oh, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, I believe you have a road story. For I do. Us. Oh, a story from the road. Well, I am on the road. Uh, I'm in 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 our time. I'm starting a tour right now and i've been up and down these dusty highways we call the good old us of a i've seen things that will turn you white as a sheet (laughs) and i've loved loves that will make you horny as a donkey so being horny taking Uh taking rhino horn on the road Uh this one time i was in i was in the europe and uh i was at a club there in Germany. And uh-huh. it was like a weird thing in Europe. Like 
because uh, the band's pretty punk rock or whatever. And there's a weird thing in Germany that, that the second you stop playing music, no matter what the genre, like a disco ball comes down and they immediately start playing the most obnoxious techno music you've ever heard. And all the people that, you know, in our case, all the punk rockers with all the silly haircuts and stuff immediately start disco dancing. Like they doesn't, it doesn't phase them for a second and they absolutely love it. And, um, this one time we we're playing that show in Germany and like, uh-huh. like clockwork, the disco ball comes down and I'm getting off and, and loading off some stage and stuff like that, loading off the, the gear and stuff and putting it in the sprinter. And all of a sudden there's German guys in my face and he has a uh-huh. big old, like a hog leg of a, of a, what I thought was a joint or something, you know, a big old, uh-huh. big old cigarette, a hand rolled cigarette. And he says, he says, you smoke. He said that they said the words you smoke, but you know, because he was German, I couldn't tell if it was a question or an order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, the, and, I, and I was like, okay, I took a hit and I shouldn't have, because you know why you should never blindly follow a German's orders. And so I got real high and it was like, it was just crazy. Like, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what was in it. Like it was something I've never, cause it was a, a mm-hmm. weird high that I've never never experienced before really and it was nuts and, I, and i'm kind of walking back and forth and there was this really pretty german girl that i'd made eyes with a couple times but i usually don't get to talk to anyone and she came she just like grabs me like she we didn't even i hadn't even talked to her she grabbed me and uh she pulled me out onto the the dance floor and like the the lights are all shifting and changing and moving around and and the bass is just like Oh God, just the bass is like pumping so goddamn hard. It's just like hitting oh, you in no. the chest. And I'm like, the drugs are kicking in and she is just like writhing on me, just fully like body, like all over me, like hands up my shirt and stuff like that and touching my nips, my bare nips. And I, I suddenly I understood why people like that kind of music. I've always hated this music and now... I understand why people like it. And then they started playing a mashup of Dolly Parton, but to techno music. And it was like, Jolene, 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 Jolene. And I was like, why are they doing this? And, but it was like, the lights were so, it was insane. Uh And like, so, and I was, it was a perfect storm. It was an exact perfect storm. And a, a storm that would never come together of like, these kind of drugs, these kind of lights, that kind of bass that's like, hurting your chest mm-hmm. being on tour for months and months and being uh-huh. lonely and a beautiful german girl very aggressive aggressive yeah beautiful german and girl. i like in that perfect storm i had uh an autonomic response which uh-huh. is like that's like when you scratch a dog and its leg shakes and in this situation my autonomic response is that i came in my pants <laughs> and it was awesome did you did she know did you have a moment or did you have a moment where you had a lapse? No. Or did you just, uh, she, like, well, then she goes, uh, <laughs> then she, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> and so then like, she, <laughs> we, <laughs> we go and, um, we go like to the, uh, she, I was like, ah, this is a good, that was a good song. <laughs> Let's go get a drink. And, uh, but I'm like, oh, I'm st- I'm just like feeling like I'm feeling insane and uh-huh. from drugs and and 
and she's like talking to me and we get a drink and she's, she's talking to me and she's telling me about how much she loves her kids and, (laughs) and how she'd do anything for her kids. And I was like, well, you did something for me tonight. And so I'm standing there in my cum pants and they're like, it's starting to cool down, you know, you you can feel the, you can, (laughs) I can feel the warmth start to leave. Oh no. And, uh, I'm like, "Ah, I gotta get out of here. And I was like, well, I gotta get going. And she was like, kiss me. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And you don't really want that. I think she wanted me to go home with her, but I was just like, no, that, that uh that ship is done sailed and sunk <laughs> and right. yeah so like i ran <laughs> off and and i think i think I, I might have even i think with the hotel we were staying at was far away <laughs> so i went to the bathroom <laughs> and i took off my my boxer shorts and kind of cleaned myself up and just threw the boxer shorts away <laughs> and spent the rest of the night underwearless um, wow yeah <laughs> it was a it was a surprising turn of events. Yeah. yeah All no, was, I, I was like, oh, he must have thrown up on the day. I was expecting uh, I vomiting up, on the day. But I threw up, but from not from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Something else threw up. Yeah. Wow. That's the old missing donkey part mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. threw up. That's right. Maybe you were smoking crystallized donkey dick. Who knows? At my, at, you know, <laughs> hey. Maybe that's what... And I, and and can I say too, like I I'm not like I've never professed to be the biggest stud in uh-huh. the universe. Mm-hmm. That 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 title is clearly goes to goes to Chuck Norris or Michael Dudikoff. Oh, yes, but I, I do fine. Like I will say, like, and I'm not, you know. I don't think I would tell that story if that was a problem for me. Right. Like if that was a thing that has happened or happens all the time, I would be very ashamed and embarrassed. And admittedly, I was ashamed and embarrassed at that time and thought, I hope this isn't a thing that happens all the time because this was a really long time ago. Yeah, that's it's so... It, it has to be... The, the drugs certainly played a part in that. Right and, that right. and that's not to say also being much, much younger, very horny German girl writhing on me. Falco blaring in the background. And then yeah. the drugs. But, but, the, but the drug part... I mean, maybe there was fucking ground up donkey dick in there. <laughs> is what I'm saying, and I, I never thought of that till now. I never, right. I never, it never occurred to me until right now. I can't believe now. you hadn't thought about it until tonight. Well, I've never discussed donkey dicks and their powers <laughs> until right now. Okay, that's I, I fair. desperately hope that there's someone in Germany that knows that is hearing this and the, oh, I know exactly what he smoked. Like it's a thing that, yeah. that they can say like, oh yeah, that's, it's guaranteed to make you come in your pants. It's, we yeah. know this. German listeners, it's called, let us know what Mike mm-hmm. smoked. It's, they, we could, they call it Panther schnitzel. Panther schnitzel. <laughs> it's just, maybe it's a gummy bear byproduct. I had eaten a lot of Haribo gummy bears too. So. <laughs> I like I said, I was in Germany. <laughs> so that wraps up another week of the International <laughs> News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Please remember that each episode of INS is like having 28 cans of beer with you at all times, and it doesn't leave you hungover. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. You smoke? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS 
the news you need.